You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. Come on, let's bless the Lord in this place. David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come, let us exalt his name together. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Let us bow down and worship him. Anybody got a praise in the place on today? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Give God some real praise in this place. Come on. Amen. Amen. You know, we realize that we just come through a celebration, a time of thanksgiving amen amen and we realize that thanksgiving is more than a meal am i talking to anybody in here i said thanksgiving is more than a meal amen praise god we thank god for the food amen amen but we realize that it's more than a meal tell your neighbor it's more than a meal Amen. We thank God for it, but it is more than a meal. I feel like giving God some real praise on today. Is there anybody that can thank the Lord for anything? Oh, come on. Come on. Bless him in this place. Come on. Bless him in this place. Come on. Listen, we are here. Amen. We thank the Lord. Amen. Because there was a time that we couldn't come into the house of the Lord. Amen. But we're here today. My God, amen. I want to give God some praise in this place, amen. Anybody else want to give God some praise, amen? Is he worthy of all the praise? My God, thank you, Jesus, amen, amen. We give honor to God, who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit, amen. We thank God for Apostle Mamie Tarbert, amen. Great woman of God. Thank God for Pastor Stephen Tarbert, Pastor Hector Cassandra Ford, Pastor uh, Carolyn Doherty, Pastor Vondell Scott, amen. Prophet Sonia Lewis, amen. Praise God. Thank God for all of our ministers, all of the leaders, amen, all the precious people of God. Amen. Thank God for Minister Harley doing such a phenomenal job. Amen. On this day. Amen. Praise God. You need to tell somebody I'm grateful to see you. Amen. Praise God. Now tell the Lord, thank you for allowing me to see somebody. Amen. Come on. Let's give him some real praise in this place. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I keep saying some things. I'm making some declarations. Amen. And I still believe God. Amen. Praise God. I'm believing God for a full peace orchestra. Amen. Praise God. I'm believing God for our own studios and all of that. Amen. Amen. Our teaching lounge. Amen. Praise God. Amen. God is so faithful. How many know that when we put our petition before the Lord, God can honor us. Amen. He will honor his word in our life. He delight to do good things among his people. Is there anybody that serve a God that loves you so much in spite of you? Amen. Praise God. Listen, that's a run around right there. Amen. Praise God. Get your Bibles, if you would, turn to the book of Luke, chapter 17. The book of Luke, chapter 17. We want to put an emphasis on verses 11 through 19. Amen. The book of Luke, chapter 17. Amen. Verses 11 through 19. I'll be reading out of the 
amen king james version amen just in case you have a different translation at least you know we're on the same block amen Praise God. Amen. And it reads like this. Amen. In my Bible. And it came to pass as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him 10 men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their eyes and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, somebody said, as they went, they were cleansed. In verse 15, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down, verse 16, on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he said, and he was rather a Samaritan, verse 17. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? And they are not found that return to give God glory, uh, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Amen. I want to lift up, amen, verse number 15. It says, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Amen. And then skip down to verse 17. Were there, and Jesus answered and said, were there not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? And I want to talk with you from this subject. Amen. The power of thank you. Amen. The power of Thank you. Amen. I want you to touch and agree with me on these several things. Result of our reading his written word, hearing a spoken word, and receiving the rhema word, we should now begin to experience the manifested word and enjoy the fruit, the prosperity, success, the victory, protection of his word in Jesus' name. Would you lift your hands before the Lord and say, Lord Jesus, as the servant has decreed and declared, be it so in Jesus' name. Give him a praise because he's going to do just that. The power of thank you. And so as I paint a picture for you in this lesson here, if you're taking notes, amen, I want you to observe several key things in this text. Number one, the scripture let us know that it says that Jesus, knowing that he had an appointment there in order for his ministry to be completed in Samaria, because he was traveling um, his way to Jerusalem, rather. He traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. And Jesus was traveling along the border between Samaria and Galilee before Galilee was Jewish, watch this now, and Samaria was occupied by Samaritans. Now, in our study, we realized that uh, the Samaritans were considered outsiders. They were not considered to be those that were accepted. You know, you have that today. You have some people, if you don't go to the uh, same denomination, if you don't go to the same church, if you don't have the same affiliation, if you didn't get saved the same way, if you didn't get baptized the same way, there are people who will alienate you because of their beliefs. Are you with me? And so here, 
we find that Jesus came through, amen, and, and as I stated that the Samaritans were despised by the Jews, and when you read in uh, chapter 9, verse 52, 53, but the exact location is unknown, but that Jesus, watch this now, was near the border accounts for Samaritan, all right, and it was considered uh, foreigners. Now watch this now, but as he entered, this is where our lesson coming in. As he entered a village there, there were 10 lepers who stood at a distance crying out saying, Jesus, have mercy on us. Oh, my God. Are you with me here? So people in that time who had leprosy, they were called lepers. Now, some may say, why is this significant to what you're talking about, the power of thank you to stay with me here and so here as the lepers they were required to stay away from other people and to announce their presence in other words if somebody was walking up on them watch this now they would have say leper leper i have leprosy they have leprosy so they had to acknowledge it they had to tell them so why that people will know watch this now it could be their family it could be some people they went to school with and they would want embrace them but they had to say leprosy are y'all with me Stay with me now. Watch this now. And so here, um, the, the, these 10 lepers were standing at a distance outside the city, and they were crying out to Jesus for mercy. Now, I, I got a question. Y'all may already have the answer, but I have a question. How did they know that this was Jesus? All right. Don't give me the answer right now. But watch this now. But thus, these 10 lepers, they called Jesus master. They knew who he was and what he could do for them. They did not watch this now. They did not try to get close. However, perhaps because of the crowd that probably was still following Jesus, according to chapter 14, verse 25, they met Christ as he entered a certain what? village now something here that you need to understand that when you need a miracle or when it's time for god to do something special in the life god will bring what is called a kairos moment here he'll bring that right time oh and mighty know what i'm talking about that you needed to have a financial situation, you had sickness in your body, you had an employment situation you were concerned about, and you said, God, I need you, I need you, because at the place where you might have been at the moment, you didn't feel God. Am I talking to anybody here? And you said, God, I need you to show up. Oh, my God, I feel a preach right there. And so here the text says, that they met a, a Jesus at this certain village. Watch this now. They, for they did not stay till he had refreshed himself for some time after fatigue of his journey, but met him as he entered the town, weary as he was, yet he did not put them off. Am I talking to anybody? Because how often, oh, can I, can I come down your block for a moment? How often do as we as believers, we have needs. Am I talking to anybody? We needed a job. We needed a house. We needed food. And God provided for us, put us in a posture where we no longer had that same type need. Because why? All our needs are met. Am, am, am I talking to anybody? 
Don't worry, I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet. Watch this now. But, but when we get on cruise control, we get to a place where we forget about how God brought us through. My, my, I, de- I need to talk to somebody today. Are you with me? So how often, watch this now, and I'm going to demonstrate for you and show you how the, there's these other nine lepers represent some church folk. Watch this now. And, and so they call, when they call them, he stood far off. Watch this now. Here's what I want. Their request was unanimous and very persistent. And this is another thing, too, and I'll get to my other point. This was something else. When you need something from God, you got to be persistent. You can't act cute. And you know, even if your best friends at church, even if your family is there and they know that you always say, you know, God has always made a way for me. God has done things for me. But there comes some times where you need to call on God again. Am I talking to anybody here? And sometimes you have to realize, listen, I could, I could go on and try to be cute and be all of that. You know, act like I'm all of that in a bag of chips. But when you got a need, sometimes you got to get ugly. Am I saying anything to anybody? Because why? Listen, I never forget. I was somewhere. And um, listen, I needed something from God. And there was a powerful move in this particular service. And you know what? Listen, you know how I love to dress. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 And listen, it was hundreds of people there. But it was something I needed from God. I came right from where I was sitting and I came right to the altar. I just fell prostrate before God. And I said, God, I don't care who's looking at me, but I need you right now. There is something I need from you right now. And sometimes you have to be like that woman with the issue of blood and say, yeah, I know there's a crowd. I know folk get embarrassed when there's a lot of people, but you got to get beyond that and say, look, I got a serious need that I need God to work some things out for me. And let me tell you, when I got before God and God met me where I was, oh, come on, come on. Sometimes God want to see do you just want the fishes and the loaves or do you really want him? So here the Bible goes on to describe that how they say, Lord, have mercy on us. In other words, they were saying like, what could you do for me? All right. Not like some folks. What have you done for me lately? All right. So what can you do for me? So watch this text now. And so as, as they and so he lifted the voice of Jesus, master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, this, this is good part right here. When he saw them, he said unto them, what? Go show yourself. Now, this is amazing. He the Bible does not give us opportunity to see that there was a extended discourse, an extended conversation with them. He, they just called, he answered. I said, they just called, he answered. Isn't it awesome to know that you have more than a religion that you can call God and he can... This is a run around the church right there. I said, you can call God and he will what? 
Anybody ever had a moment like that when you just said, God, I need you right now. I don't have no cute words to say. I just said, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, I need you right now. I need an answer right now. There's a bill due. There's a, I got a doctor's appointment. I got a situation. I need you to show up right now. Oh, my God. Somebody come on, give him some praise right there. So the Bible says, he says, go show yourself unto the priest. Watch this now. Because also that if you experience healing in those days, you had to go show the priest. Notice they didn't say the doctor. You had to go show the priest. That's the protocol back in that time. You had to go show the priest. And if the priest would sign your note, you can go back to work. If they would sign your note, your children go back to school. Are, 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 don't think this just started where your employer asking, your school is asking, you said, well, uh, uh, bring a doctor's note. Am I talking to anybody here? Bring a doctor's note. Somebody said, bring a doctor's note. Woo! I could work that one right there. Watch this. Uh, and, so, and so here, he says, go show yourself. Now watch this. The scripture never said he touched him. It just said he what? Spoke. Don't get so locked up in rituals where things have to happen the same way it happened for your mama, your daddy, the reverend, the right reverend, the apostle, the bishop, the doctor. The Y'all got what I'm saying? Allow God to minister to you the way he wants to. Don't box him in. That's, that's, that's really what I'm saying. Don't box God in. Don't say, well, God, you did Mr. Harley this way, and I know that you're going to do it the same way for me. I know you answered Minister Larry this way, and I know, God, you're going to do it the same thing for me because your word lets us know that you have no respect of a person, but he does have respect of how he responds. Am I talking to anybody here? Because see, oh, I had a Holy Ghost moment. Watch this now. Because what happens? There, the devil will use that to frustrate you. Lord, somebody say, teach now. What you saying? Because if God does not work it out the same way that you heard your brother, your sister testify on how he did. Listen, I have not met anybody yet. I hope she don't mind, but if I got the mic right now. I have not heard anybody yet testify how many personal grants they have gotten. Like a lady I know. Jarrell Brown. Oh, come on now. I ain't heard nobody yet. I, I'm like, what, you got a grant writer or something? You, what, what, they at your door? What, what they telling you? Uh, oh, here's a grant you can have. But what I did learn and observe through her testimony, her praise reports, was that is money out there. Uh, Y'all, don't miss it. Don't miss it. I said, there's money out there. Do you not know that God wants to elevate us and shift us where we're not crying for money? We're not worried about bills being paid because why? That's, that's first grade. Now, please understand, 
it does not mean we won't have a concern or a need for it, but because he's already responded in the past, oh my God, it is, is God building a resume with anybody? Has he, does you know anything that God has done for you? There is power in the thank you. My God, let me hurry, let me hurry. So watch this now. So the text goes on. He says, go show yourself to the priest. Now visualize this. Y'all stay with me now. Visualize this. As they are walking. Oh, Jesus. As they are walking, their miracle is occurring. If you're taking notes, there's something you're going to write down. When God speaks a word to you, your faith needs to automatically kick in to get you moving. Oh. Because the Bible says, watch this now, we don't know their names. We don't know their position. And let me just point this out. Don't assume because the Bible described them as lepers that they were poor. See, a lot of times we, we associate, watch this now, or we affix certain things that occur in people's lives as they are poor, they sinned, they done something wrong. Come on, uh-uh. God works miracles for wealthy people. Are there any wealthy people in the house? Amen. I said, are there any wealthy people in the house? It's not just poor people that come to church. God has people, listen, even our ministry, we're so blessed. We got people higher academia. I mean, I could go on masters, PhDs. Are you with me? We're blessed. Are you with me? Everybody has a need. That's that rich young ruler <laughs> who came to Jesus. But watch this now. Don't let your wealth kick you out of being blessed. Oh, my God, my God. Don't let your zip code cause you to feel like you don't need to ask God for anything. Oh, am I talking to anybody here? So watch this now. So the Bible says, I love this demonstration, right? So as they are walking, they are being what? Healed. Oh, Jesus. Are y'all with me? They are being what? Healed. Do you not know there are passages in scripture that when Jesus said, or God would say, go, go, and they would be obedient and go, they would experience the miracle. How about in 1 Kings, around chapter 17, where that widow woman at Zarephath, how she was moving, the man of God said, go, do as you said, but bake me a cake first. And God moves. Tell your neighbor something about moving in the word, moving in the word. Moving in a word. Woo! I feel, I feel the Holy Ghost. Watch this now. What are you saying? That's the word for somebody right there. When you move on God's word, your faith is moving with you. You cannot move in doubt. You cannot move in disbelief. You cannot move in hoping, you know, in frustration. No, you got to move. Knowing what God said, God, I don't see it right now, but I just know you're going to do it. God, I don't see it. I don't know how it's going to happen. God, I, God, God, I don't know. I don't know, God. Listen, God know you don't know. <laughs> 
Are y'all with me? So the Bible says, as they are moving, as they are going, watch this now, as they were going, they were cleansed. Is this helping anybody? They were cleansed. Watch this now. In verse 15, 15 rather, it says, and one of them's, I, I know I, that, that wasn't good English, right, Miss Harley? And one of them's, watch this now, watch this now. But watch this now. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, watch this now, the scripture says he turned back and with a loud voice, Now, I'm going to show you something. Watch this now. Said, thank you. And so Jesus, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. He comes back. He says, thank you. And so Jesus asked the question, wait a minute, whoa, whoa. And when he fell down, that, oh, that's the other thing too. When he was saying thank you, he was so full of gratitude that he moved from thanking to worship. Anybody with me? He went from thanking to worship because verse 16 says, and he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a what? Samaritan. He didn't allow the stigma of what the world put on him to block him from Jesus. Y'all better stop letting folk let, use your color, use your gender, use your height, use your weight, use your zip code, use your income, use your employment situation to stigmatize you where you're not entitled or you believe that God, you're deserving of God's blessings. Watch this now, watch this. And so verse 17, and Jesus answered, said, where they're not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? Watch this now. This is going to help you. He said, where are the nine? Verse 18 says, there are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. Notice, this is good. Jesus never put the dilemma back on the man. He never said, is there not just, where are the other nine lepers? He didn't put it back on them. But he said, except this stranger. Woo, my God, are you with me? What are you saying? Watch what God does. When God saves you, he don't say what happened to that sinner. You are now saved. Now I know there are people say once saved, always saved. Well, that's not scripture. Are you with me? Stay with me. <laughs> I just messed with somebody's theology. Watch this now. But they were what? Cleansed. And say the verse 18 said, they are not found that return to give glory to God, save the stranger. But here's what I love. Here's what I love. Verse 19. This is where the power of thanks comes in. Watch this. And he said unto him, could y'all read that 19 verse with me? What did he say? And he said unto him, what? Arise. Arise what? Thy what? Notice, he never repeated, go to the priest. <laughs> I said, he never repeated, go to the priest. Am I talking to anybody? I said, he never repeated, go to the priest. Notice what he says, go thy way. Thy faith has made thee what? Oh, 
So help me understand this text. So if they were destined or instructed to go to the priest to get a signature, how come Jesus never said, don't forget, stop by the priest. He said, go your way. Now, allow me to exegete, hermeneutic this text. In other words, let me allow me to interpret this way. When you have had an encounter with God, God does not send you back to your old habits, but he puts you in a new path. Because when he says, go your way, he's telling them, now go fulfill your purpose. Amen. Am I talking to anybody? So watch this now. A sense of spiritual leprosy should make us very humble whenever we draw near to Christ. It is enough to refer ourselves to the compassions of Christ, for they fail not. We may look for God to meet us with mercy. We are found in the way of obedience. Only one of those who were healed returned to give thanks. It becomes like him to be very humble in thanksgiving as well as prayers. Christ noticed the one who thus distinguished themselves. He was a what? Samaritan. Sometimes you have to be so determined, so grateful that if nobody else in your house want to give God thanks, you say, I'm the one that's going to give God thank you. They may look at you funny. They may say that you crazy. They may say it don't take all of that. But you got to say, I don't know where you've been. I don't know if you recognize what God has done for our house. But I'm going to tell them thank you. Woo. So watch this now. And then the others. Watch this. Christ noticed, the, Christ noticed the one who thus distinguished himself as a Samaritan. He didn't care that he called them stranger. See, and that's another thing too. When God doing things for you, that, don't worry about your title. Don't get hung up on it. it, it mm -mm. There's a story about moving over to Thanksgiving Street. Said an old gentleman got up once in a meeting and said he had lived nearly all his life on Grumble Street. But not long ago, he had moved over to Thanksgiving Street. His face showed it. Paul and Silas in jail at Philippi, when they received stripes on their back, had their feet in stocks. They still sang praises to God. If some of us were in jail with our feet in stocks, I don't think we would sing much. We would want a cheerful Christianity. Are you with me? Always praising. This says a man was converted some years ago. He was a brimful of praise. He was a living in the light of all time. He used to preface everything he said in meeting with praise God. One night he came to the meeting with his finger all bound up. He had cut it and cut it badly too. And well, I wondered how he would praise God for this. But he got up and said, I have cut my finger, but praise God, I didn't cut it off. Are y'all with me? So if things go against it, just remember, they might be a good deal worse. Now, let me close with this because my subject says the power of thanks. So when, when you look at this text, you find that when this man came to Jesus and gave God thank you. Matter of fact, that's another thing too. You know, some folks say, don't take all of that noise. 
Well, why do you make so much noise when you're at the football game? Why do you make so much noise when you're at the basketball game? Why is anybody here? Why do you make so much noise when you slam your finger in the door? Come on now. Why is it that we have to be selective where we make noise? Are you with me? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Because the Bible says, enter to his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord. Lord is good and his mercy endure forever. Is there anybody here that got a praise? Now let me let me bring it out. Let me close this text. Everybody else, the other nine rather, they were what? Healed. But this thankful man was made whole. I'll go on somewhere. I'll go on somewhere. Watch this out. They were healed, but he was made what? Oh, remember I said earlier in my lesson, I said that I'm going to show you with you how this nine and this one reflect of a certain church folk. We all remember that, right? Uh -huh, I ain't forgot it. Watch this now. It's some church folk, right? I, I, I don't want to just limit saying Christian, but they happen to be. They said it. Uh, watch this now. They, they so ungrateful. Matter of fact, they just want God to keep doing, 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 doing. Like, in other words, can I use this terminology like they want to pimp God? Well, give me something, God. Heal me, God. You know I need a job. And then when he don't do it, then, then they get in a corner somewhere. You come to church today, no, I don't feel like it died. What happened? Well, I thought I was going to get that raise, but I didn't. I, I thought I was going to get that promotion, but I didn't. I thought I was going to get get that star in school, but they overlooked me. They they didn't remember what what, what all that I did. You, anybody know what I'm talking about? But you got to remember, uh, don't allow what you experience and, and temporarily to paralyze you permanently. Am I talking to anybody here? So what are you saying? So they went and they were cleansed. They had, they had a mouth. They had a mouth. Because if for they to simultaneously say and persistently say, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us, why they couldn't say thank you? How ungrateful would we be all that God has done for us and we don't tell him thank you? Something else in that text, and I get ready to close. Watch this down. The Bible lets us know that when he opened up his mouth and said thank you, said he fell down and what? To his face and worship. Now, what what I get from that, he was saying, Jesus, you've been so good to me. How can I serve you? <laughs> how can I serve you? Am I am I making sense to anybody? How can I serve you? Now, now I'm gonna mess with you for a moment, but it's gonna be a good mess with you. Watch this now. How can I serve you? Watch this now. Jesus had his disciples around. Jesus had the apostles around him. So how can this man serve? When he said, go your way, he was saying, go back to your community and go spread Jesus. Go to your job and tell them how good God is. Go back home to folk that didn't go to church and tell them, God blessed us real good today. Are you with me? And then here's what he says, serving, because serving means you need to be doing something, right? So how can I serve in ministry? 
how can I help my church? How can I spread the gospel? How can I win other souls to Christ? I got to say thank you. Because watch this. When you say thank you, your thank you gives you a certain posture called the edge. Are you with me? It gives you a certain posture called the edge. What do you mean, preacher? I was with you, but what do you mean the edge? Uh-huh. Notice the other nine. They just got healed, but he was made whole. Mindset. <laughs> Are y'all with me? It's mindset. Watch this now. And I, 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 I just, <laughs> this is good. What's the distinct difference if God gave you a million dollars right now? Your mindset. Because if you don't have the right mindset, you'll say, hmm, this all he gave me? But when you have the right mindset, you already know I need to tithe, I need to sow, I need to bless my leaders, I need to help somebody in the community. Am I talking to anybody? So that's when you are made whole. But when you are just healed, when you just want the, all the blessings, you just want God to pour it on you, you ain't caring about nobody. Because watch this, they didn't try to stop this man. Or if they did, his thank you, his gratitude outweighed their restraints. Are y'all with me? So the power of thank you. How many remember when, well, at least in our household, when our parents, when we would go somewhere, we would go over our aunt's house or grandma's house and go, and they knew the food was going to be over there. What our parents, my mother and father would get us in the corner. Now, you know how to act, don't you? <laughs> don't act like you ain't never had that. And whatever they give you, you eat what they put on your plate. And after you finish, what you going to say? I want more? No. <laughs> You're going to say... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Are you with me? You say, thank you. Are you with me? So listen, I know that was a little bit of humor right there, but listen, sometimes we got to remind ourselves, we got to be reminded to tell God, thank you. Because we could be just like those nine. Just give me the goods. God give us a new job. You know, we testify, we ask God for God prophesied and gave a word of knowledge about God's going to give you a new job. God's going to bless your business. God's going to give you a contract. God, go and do it. I wanted that they get that job. I, I, I wanted that they business get blessed. I, I just wonder because we don't see no difference in the tithing. We, we don't see no difference in the giving. We, we, I wanted that they get, and they, they just eating up, enjoying, they're kicking back. They go MIA, all of that. Y'all. Yeah. I'm talking about the power. Thank you. Oh, close with this. Don't allow anyone to restrict you from giving God his due praise. 
That's why David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come, let us exalt his name together. Let us kneel before the Lord our maker. Let us bow down and worship him. He's worthy of all the praise. Am, am I talking to anybody here? Listen, I've learned this. My father used to say this. He said, when you feel like you're in the basement, he just said, give God some praise. Give, give, he said, just give, give him, he said, just, just give him some joy. Just, just, just go on and begin to give God praise. It says, your praise, you become joy, and your joy become a ladder to get you out the basement. Sometimes you got you might be the only one on your block, only one in your neighborhood, the only one in your house. God will choose to show off on you. Because watch this, when he never had to go, that one never had to go to the priest, but everybody now would know he's different. I don't know about you, but I want to be like the one to say thank you. And if he give God some praise, come on, bless him in this house. There's a person to person, whether in person here or online, said, I needed that word today. Remember, I said Thanksgiving is more than a meal. It's more than sweet potato pie, turkey, potato salad, collard greens, macaroni and cheese, chocolate cake, apple pie, sweet potato pie. It's cornbread. It's, it's sweet tea. It's, it's more than that. Are you with me? It's more than that. It has to be more than that. But just think for a moment. If God will bless you with that kind of meal on that day. Yeah. Uh, and I'm with, is anybody with me? If he would bless you with that kind of meal on that day. Yeah. What would your life look like 365? Am I talking to anybody? Yeah. What would your life look like 365? I, I want to put a challenge to you. For the next 30 days, just think of one thing you can thank the Lord for. Don't, don't just trust your memory. Write it down. I guarantee you, when you write it down, something, don't, and it don't have to be the same thing. I thank God for waking me up this morning. I thank God for waking me up this morning. I think, yes, we all do. But what else has he done for you? You will find that as you're giving God thanks, you may come up with two or three things. At the end of that day, you can thank him. What? Check in the mail, find the money, money, find the meat, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, divine health, divine wealth, divine favor of God, excess retirement benefits, harvest of souls coming into many property, land, debt free, scholarships and tuitions, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, quality transportation for the laborers, oh, buses, vans, SUVs, motorcycles. Are y'all with me? Come, come, I'm talking about living debt-free. Yeah, I got so much to thank the Lord for. But that's that person that says, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be like that one that realized that I could have been dead. It could have, my life, I could have been in prison, but God did so much for me. I, I owe so much. To, is there anybody owe God something like a praise, like a thank you? 
I want to give my life to Jesus. Or maybe you already have been with Jesus, but something happened, life occurred, whatever it was that caused you to separate your relationship from God. I got good news. He's ready for you. Are you with me? Is there anybody glad that Jesus received you? Is there anybody glad that God saved you? Come on, let's give God some praise. So we want to pray with you right now, whether you're watching this live, you're watching this replay. We want to pray with you. And I want you to repeat these words with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you for encouraging me through your word. The power of thank you. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and to forgive me of every one of my sins. Cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Make me whole. I want to have that assurance that I can always be with you and you will always be with me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins, going into the grave, but rising on the third day, giving me victory, giving me hope and a new opportunity in life. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth. Today, right now, I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Come on, give God some praise right there. My God. You prayed that prayer. We want to congratulate you and celebrate with you. And we want to get some resources into your hands that will help you in your walk with God. It's right into our ministry. The information is right there on the screen. Amen. For those of you that may listen to Audible, amen, send us an email at events at ylmconnect.org. That's events at ylmconnect.org. .org. By the way, let's make it even more expeditiously. Download our mobile app, whether you have an iPhone or an Android. Download the Yes Lord Ministries mobile app. Amen. And you can respond there, fill in the appropriate information. Amen. And let them know on this day, I heard this message, the power of thank you. And I surrendered my life back to God or to God for the first time. And our ministry leaders will respond back to you. We thank God for the decision that you made to be the one to say thank you, my God. And maybe there are those uh, that are saying, I'm already saved, already uh you know, been walking with Jesus, but I moved to a new neighborhood. Or by the way, I came across your ministry, and I, I'm not a part of any local assembly right now, and I want to be a part of Yes Lord Ministries. How many know that Yes Lord Ministries is a great ministry? Amen. We welcome you to be part of our local assembly and also our virtual community. Amen. We're going to be meeting with those that are part of our virtual uh, church. Amen. To let you know some things and ways on how you could be an active part of Yes Lord Ministry. There is much work to be done. Believe me when I tell you, there's a lot of work to be done. We were talking to somebody that said they're going to make certain that they start bringing people to church. Amen. How many know that's a big evangelism tool right there to be able to bring somebody to church with you. Amen. So we thank God for you. Thank you for supporting Yes Lord Ministries. Oh my God. We thank God for your gifts. Listen, on this coming Tuesday, amen, we have Giving Tuesday 
8 o'clock, amen, a.m. We're asking everybody that will sow a special seed, amen, into Yes, Lord Ministries this coming Tuesday, November the 29th, amen, 8 o'clock sharp, amen, amen, 8 o'clock your time, amen, 8 o'clock. If you're in California, it would be 5 o'clock in the morning. Amen. If you're Central Time, it would be 7 o'clock in the morning. Those in the East Coast, amen, it's 8 o'clock EST, all right? 8 o'clock sharp, all right? So, and you can give um, by way of Facebook. You can give uh, by way of our mobile app. You can just give, amen, because we have an opportunity to have your donation, your seed matched, Amen. So I'm asking everybody, even the tithers, tithe on that day. Amen. Eight o'clock sharp. Are you with me? We have a goal of a minimum goal of $100,000 that we're believing God for. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We love you. Thank God for you. You may say, well, I, I want to get in. I want to get in. I don't have a Facebook page, but, but oh, good news. Good news. There's ways. Reach out to our ministry. We'll walk you through the process. All right. Of how you can support. Yes. Lord, mission. You don't have to just wait just to that day. You can sow anytime, but we just uh, giving Tuesday nationwide. Amen. There are a lot of major organizations. Amen. That are looking to match Amen. Their donors who look in the match, angel investors who look in the match. And yes, we, so we're 501c3 organization recognized by the IRS. Anything you contribute, money, boats, cars, um, we just don't have a place to put it right now, but you know, we have a place to put the money though. Amen. Uh, you can sow into our ministry. All right. We love you. Thank God for you. Back into the hands of Minister Regina Holly. Somebody said the power of thank you. Come on, give God some praise right there. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Welcome to Yes Lord Ministries, a non-denominational, full gospel, Bible-believing church where the Word of God comes alive in your life. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text give to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify, search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. You are invited to our Sunday morning virtual worship experience every first and third Sunday at 10 o'clock a.m. We now have in-person services at 10 o'clock on the second and fourth Sundays. Those services are held at the facilities of Christ Temple Church Ministries located at 260 South 20th Street in Newark, New Jersey. We would love to meet all of our partners and supporters in the New York, New Jersey area, so make plans to join us for corporate worship. For more information, visit www.ylmconnect.org. Every Sunday night at 6 o'clock p.m. join us for our Sunday night Ignite service. Every Wednesday morning from 5.30 a.m. to 5.45 a.m. join us for corporate prayer. Our call-in number is 716-427-1096 and the access code is 172268-POUND sign. Every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. join us for Spread the Bread Bible Study as we learn practical truths from God's Word. 
follow Yes Lord Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to the Yes Lord Ministries YouTube channel. Subscribe to our free podcast YLM Sermon of the Week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. It all comes together on our website www.ylmconnect.org. We've made it easy for you to stay connected. Download the Yes Lord Ministries mobile app from your Apple App Store or Google Play Store today. On behalf of our senior leaders, Apostle Willie Tolbert, Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert, our lead pastor, Steve Tolbert, and the entire Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and see you at our next service.